Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Uh, top five coaches who have cooled their seat for now. Number five, signature win, beating a top 15 team, Eli Drinkwitz. You just heard Mickey talking about it with a thicker kicker uh, there. But Eli Drinkwitz has, has gotten his team a signature win. Now, how do you build on it? Their quarterback played really well in that game. You know, they got a little banged up. So we'll see. Can they build on this moving forward? I like Eli Drinkwitz. I think I like him because of the trash talk between him and Dan Mullen a, a couple of years ago. They went back and forth. But I, I hope he makes it. I hope that he makes it good. But Missouri is – they're kind of caught in this middle ground of they can't really – they've not been able – they didn't build on their great runs in the Big 12 or their early good runs in the SEC. They're just caught in this middle ground of weird right now. And, and But Eli Drinkwitz got a signature win for his program. Yeah, I don't know how much he was ever really on there, but I think, you know, had things started to slide, he definitely would have found himself entering that territory. So I think he cut it off at the pass, uh, for, at least for right now. You know, I think he's got some big recruiting battles that he could still win that would add even more momentum. You know, the uh, big five-star Ryan Wingo, wide receiver. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think Texas is a, is a favorite there as well. But, you know, it's like you got Luther Burden and you got these other guys that you've been able to land. So, um, you know, that was, that was huge for them to get that W, to do so in front of a – you know, home crowd and to, to beat an old rival and a highly rated one at that. So, and to do it in the dramatics that they did, like I did a, a I call it, the, I call it mojo rankings because I do it a little bit differently than just straight up power rankings. I take a little more into account than just, like I watch these power rankings. It's like, it's just the standings basically. And I, I put a little bit more thought into it than, than that. And um, I didn't knock K-State down very much. Like the only reason I would is because they're just so banged up. You know, if Will Howard's hurt, then okay, I'll probably knock him down an extra peg. But they lost on a 61-year-old walk-off field goal on the road against an SEC team. Like I'm not going to really punish them too much for that. But we'll learn a lot more about them yeah. this weekend. But yeah, that, that was a... Is that as much who how they lost in, but or that nobody else around them or below them was Able well, to both. Up. I'm not going to just like throw yeah. BYU above them just because yeah. BYU's three and zero. Yeah. Do I think yeah. they're better than K State right now? No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, do I think that who's another three and zero? Do I think Kansas is better than Kansas State right now? I'm not sure. I'm not ready to, to make that move just yet. So that's that's where I'm coming from. You can lose a game and still stay you know stay where you yeah, are. Yeah. It's a 61 year old walk off field goal on the road. But no, that was that was a huge win for Missouri and, and great for them. And uh, yeah, he's definitely cooled off any potential warmth there. And here's for Kansas State. You don't even try as hard to block that field goal because the last thing you want to do is give them 15 yards right, yeah. to to you know if you're already worried like. If you see the guy trotting out at 61 yards and the coach is confident he can make it from 61 and do that, and I didn't think he was going to get it there. No. And he not only got it there, he got it there with plenty mm -hmm. of yeah. just steam so on it. You're going you're gonna to probably go, all right, look, we got to just make sure we don't commit a penalty here and go to overtime because if you're confident he can make it from 61, then he can make it from 45. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what or you're going to have do. a kick six situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Number four, Jeff Halfley at Boston College. Now, look, I know that they lost last week, but 
they have got some uh, athletic talent there that they haven't had in a while. Their quarterback, Castellanos, can move around. And he was recruited several places, including Florida State, who I think he had a huge chip on his shoulder about this. Florida State told him he is an athlete. You're not necessarily a quarterback. You're not necessarily something else, but you were here as an athlete. And he bet on himself and went to Boston College and had 400 total yards against the number four team in the country last week. And if not for their immense amount of penalties, they might have ruined FSU season. But I think Jeff Hathley, even at a loss last week, cooled his seat a little bit at Boston College because yeah. he's got some guys coming in that weren't there before. Yeah, you know, uh, Castellanos was a UFC guy, or UCF guy, UFC guy. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> a UCF guy, uh, as they just continue to sprout quarterbacks like yeah. it's going out of style. But, um, yeah, I mean, he had a, a great performance, and, and that was one that I saw a lot of last weekend that, you know, of all the games that were being played, I know they weren't the big, sexy games, but of all the interesting stories that ended up popping up, I didn't necessarily have Boston College and Cast Thomas Castellanos being like, as much in the headlines as, as just about anything else. So, yeah, they've, they've got, uh, you know, something to, to chew on and something to, to build from, I, I think, there uh, at BC. Yeah. You know, that, that last penalty, I mean, it was. I'm they're going to get the ball it. back. Yeah, they're going to get the ball back. Yeah. I mean, it was just. I hate it to end like that for if, if you're Boston College for Florida State, it just ended the game. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I can't imagine what you were going through with that. But uh, that, was, that was interesting, and it definitely has shown I think, you know, since the LSU win, Florida State's not quite as much of a of a sure thing as we thought that they were after beating LSU. You know, of like, they're just, man, they're... Well, I mean, it wasn't, and I think it wasn't just LSU. Like, they went out and they drilled Southern Miss. Yeah. And Southern Miss is, a you know, an okay team. They're not, like, great, but they're okay. They right. drilled them, which is what they used to do when they were winning conferences. So you think, like, oh, hey. But, every like, look, 2013, when they won the national title... Boston College had them down like 21 to three. And then Jameis, um, you know, became Jameis. I think he threw a Hail Mary as the, the half ended and that kind of killed it. But yeah, it's always a tough place to play for them. And Justin that's why Hill. when people just say you're going to run the table, there's always a oh. certain team that just annoys the hell out of you and you got to play them on the road or it's bad weather. Here's okay. The, yeah, here's the other thing about Boston College. Whenever Florida State comes there, we don't they, need more Florida State stuff. They have some sort of like special day. It's like the, the emotional day where everybody has the same shirts and jerseys and all that stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's just always how it is. No, is that why the game was closed? No, but like the right. fans are like extra keyed up. Well, you know, because be of that. Yeah. Florida State. But it, even they throw on like the there was the 9-11 thing this week. And so, yeah, they had this. You know, yeah, everybody did that. Yeah. But it, I'm just telling you. Number three. Mike By the way, Bloomgren. Boston College, though, they are one and two. So let's yeah. not like pump them up too much. But at least there was some promise that, you know, they, yeah. they almost upended Florida State. Yeah. Number three, Mike Bloomgren at Rice. Uh, look, you win uh, against Houston. I mean, and there there have been big calls for Mike Bloomgren's job. Big, big calls for Mike Bloomgren's job. And he beats Houston and may have paused that for a little while. Rice is they're, – they're trying to make – you know, obviously they're trying to make moves. They're trying to, to be better than they have been for a long time. It's been very a moribund program. You can win at high-level academic schools if you have the right guy. But Mike Bloomgren beating Houston, I think, um, you know, cool his seat for, for now. Yeah, I mean, I remember we talked to uh, Taylor. We didn't bring up – you know, Rice this time around, but we've definitely talked to him in the past. I know last year it was a very much a dire situation, uh, it appeared like, with his his job. And, uh, you know, he really needed to finish strong. And then, um, you know, he's he's back, and 
don't know quite what to expect, and they get beat up by Texas, which is what you'd expect. But, yeah, they've been since one couple games, and, and beating Houston um, is, yeah, why this has cooled off significantly because that was a step forward in the right direction a long time since they'd won that rivalry game. And, you know, JT Daniels is there and gives them a little bit more oomph at quarterback. And uh, you got uh, McCaffrey. And, yeah, they're, they're not a team that's going to probably, you know, go and compete to win, you know, the conference or anything, but uh, being two and one at this stage and your only loss being to what is now what the number three team in the country that you're always going to plan on losing to in the opener. I think that they've rebounded nicely from that and, and do have a little something headed in the, uh, in the proper direction now, as opposed to kind of what you've got was a, a, a marriage that was coming to a close uh, late last year when we were talking to Taylor. Yeah. Number two, Neil Brown. Look, you beat Pitt and you're at West Virginia. Everybody can be quiet for a little while. And look, if he goes out and beats Tech, then that's another uh, big win on the thing. And you can maybe, maybe he's gotten a, a handle on this thing, which he hasn't uh, for, for the first couple years that he's been there. Maybe they're starting to turn it around. We'll see against Tech. Both these coaches, I think, need this one kind of in the, I mean, different ways, but pretty badly to get their, their seasons on track, especially Tech needs to you know, match the hype a little bit. Yeah, but that's it'll be interesting. The, 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 mm. I talked about this all offseason, though, but just the offseason hype and kind of what it creates. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I noticed Joey a couple of sessions ago. You could see him kind of getting annoyed by some of the doubting of how they're using the quarterbacks and, you know, things like that. So I think there's definitely some pressure on Tech. Um, I think some of the pressure has lessened on Neil Brown, where at least for this week he can kind of just play free and easy because he's won a couple of games to sort mm -hmm. of take that heat off. And so yeah. now it's like you're expected still to lose to Tech, but now you have confidence that maybe you can beat them because they're not, mm -hmm. you know, world beaters by any means. You're at home. You know, you've beaten two rivals. You played Penn State. Uh, so I think that uh, – or you, you've beaten one rival. You played Penn State. So I think you've, you know, you played a really good team, and you, you kind of know where you are at this point. I think you – you know, you stack up relatively well with Texas Tech. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's beyond, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Texas is going to roll in there and beat them in Morgantown. Mm -hmm. So if they could somehow be three and one, yeah, I mean, that would be incredible. But even at two and two, I do think that just beating Pitt was a, a huge step forward for them. Now, can they do anything offensively outside of C.J. Donaldson running the ball? I mean, can Nico Markiel actually throw? the ball around, that's what I'm interested in, in seeing more. You know, Garrett Green, that wasn't his strength either, um, you know, before he got dinged up. So I just don't know offensively, you know, can the defense just carry the load for them and C.J. Donaldson in the run game and I guess just pop a play here and there because they don't really have a, a passing game to speak of, and I just don't know how sustainable that is. But they are in a better spot than, you know, many could have predicted at this point where they most likely were looking at one and two and then and running into the Big to 12. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that I was – like so many West Virginia fans are, you know, they're tight, for their anxiety. Yeah. And, then, and Neil Brown was just, again, very emphatic when we were at Big 12 media days. Good win for them. Yeah, absolutely. Number one, Billy Napier. Oh, yeah. And – he was not well, even a full. Yeah, yeah. It, like I, I think it. You get the point where you get crazy and you just start throwing money around, and then you look around and go, "Hey, why don't we?" And look, that might be part of the reason that Florida fell behind in facilities because they were playing some buyouts uh, because they kept firing coaches. And you know, other than look, Steve Spurrier, no buyout. He left to go to uh, Washington, and Urban Meyer. Retired, so there was no buyout there. Um, and it might have been like the other way around because Ohio State hired him probably while he was still under contract with Florida. And so they were okay there, but they fired 
Other than that, they fired Ron Zook. They fired Jim McElwain. They fired Will Muschamp. They fired Dan Mullen. That's a lot of coaches you fired in a oh, decade yeah, or right, so. Yeah, so in, in, in 20 years. So just say 20 years, you fired four coaches. So you've been paying a lot of buyouts, and then you're probably going to have to do it again uh, if you get kind of greedy and don't let Billy Napier get where he's going. But a big win over Tennessee and a thumping, you know, shows that he might have a little intensity there or – you know, we don't really know what that means about the rest of the SEC East, but I do think not letting Tennessee end their losing streak the first chance they got against you in the swamp was a huge thing for Billy Napier. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I'll, I'll slightly disagree with you, I just don't ever consider – I never considered him on the hot seat to begin with, really. I, I just – it's too early to mm-hmm. to consider him, you know, not even halfway through the second year of already being in a position to get fired. You know, mm-hmm. after year two – Okay, you start to have those conversations, especially yeah. if it's sliding south. But it just felt a little bit too early. But I know why there's the conversation of just like, oh, crap, is this going to be the guy or is it not? And, oh, boy, if it's not, they're in a big world well, of trouble. I, but I do think that beating Tennessee, who's clearly not exactly what they were last year, and that's fine because they lost some great talent, I do think that that soothes a lot of souls and, and soothes a lot of uh, you know feelings about just you know how they've looked and how they've gone about handling things and to be – you know, pretty clearly the better team last weekend. It has some big performances uh, from the likes of ETN and company. Uh, that that did them a world of good. Yeah, absolutely it did. And I like, I just like there were a lot of things like going on. Like, look, Urban Meyer's clearly on a rehab tour and did a documentary about how great it was when he was at Florida. And I kind of felt like maybe he's trying to sneak his way back into that job. And you know that that would make a lot of sense to me. Urban and then, would sneak. And then you have the whole debacle with Jaden Rashada, which was not Billy Napier's fault. But when money people get crazy, then the guys who's like they're not going to take the like nobody involved in that's going to be like, yeah, we messed this up. They're going to be like, Billy, how did you let us mess this up? Like you said, you had the money. You didn't. You screwed me, not the other way around. So yeah, yeah, that was a nice win for them. That 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 kind of that jumped out. I'm not surprised Florida played well. And not even if they would have won the game, but they they dominated that game for the yeah. most part. And and uh, good for Neil Brown, Drinkwich with a huge, huge win for Missouri. Is that you know their schedule only gets tougher moving forward. I think the only thing about this is at least a couple guys on the list could be back there in about two weeks. Um, you know, Halfley no, yeah. and Neil Brown, and you know, uh, but I, I do think that Napier. Uh, that was that was a good win for him, and I, I just think it's too early. But yeah, it's it's interesting to start having these conversations because that's that's the other part of this you know sport is the coaching carousel and how all that operates and who's going to be the first team. Well, it's Michigan State, I guess, right? But who's going to be the first team to fire their coach based on the results and not the off the field? Mm-hmm. We haven't got there, but we're we're not far off probably from you know that being the case somewhere in the country here in the next few weeks. So yeah, that's that's always a very interesting part of this whole whole game that we love so much. Yeah. By the way, thank you to everybody who's been a part of watching today. Our sponsors who are amazing. Uh, also, 365 Sports tonight. Tonight at 1030, Emery and I just traded information on what that will be at 1030 on the local CW. Paul's triple option, not tomorrow. He'll be doing the show. Craig and I will be headed down near Austin to Hutto for a Midway High School football game. Will Hammond, the quarterback who's the Texas Tech commit, will be who we watch and cover tomorrow night. And then also on the 365 Sports menu, my Week 5 with Garrett helped me out with Week 5 High School Football Podcast featuring North Crowley High School and also Smithson Valley. Okay, what? Uh, how many yards is he – we'll have him throw to you last night. Oh, boy, he's – listen, <laughs> probably – 
It's the same dude who scored 10 touchdowns and they lost the game. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's all sorts of possibilities here. Um, he but is uh, – I would, I would say he. the thing about him, he's as much of a running threat. He's yeah. not going to be like – he has got like nearly 2,000 yards rushing in his career. I would say uh, 350 minimum. <sighs> Be a long night, man. Be a long night. <laughs> well, then that's like throwing below, for three fifty, and that's I mean, below his average. Yeah. yeah, I know. But you add in, we're not even including him running at all in this. hundred yeah, yards a, rushing, three hundred and fifty. Now that doesn't mean Midway loses the game because again, Hutto lost a game earlier this year, eighty-two to eighty, and it was not overtime to a team that runs the ball, Liberty Hill, but Midway struggled running the football. So we'll see. Be, be, we watched him play uh, beat Midway last year. Uh, Midway mm -hmm. beat them last year mm -hmm. at uh, Panther Stadium. Are you done? Yeah, I'm just asking that question. Uh, I, I'd say it's going to be tough to, to contain him. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.